AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. You're listening to Comedy Central. October 7th, 2015. From Comedy Central's World News Headquarters in New York, this is The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. me, our guest tonight, the director of the new documentary, Winter on Fire, Ukraine's Fight for Freedom, Yevgeny Afinyevsky is here joining us. Yevgeny Afinyevsky, give a round of applause. We'll know him soon enough. But first, the GOP race is heating up. Donald Trump is still in the lead with 25% in the polls, but right behind him, right behind him, and gaining ground is this man. I'm very concerned about the future of our children. I, I, I've watched politicians do that. Of course, you know, I prepare every day. Uh, and I'm learning more things every day. Ah, Ben Carson. <laughs> For people who like Donald Trump's ideas, but hate his charm and charisma. Carson's like the drug-free cocaine for people who don't want to get high, but just like snorting white powder. (laughs) But it turns out that even the doctor's calm has become too crazy for some. You see, yesterday, Ben Carson was asked how he would respond if a gunman like the one in the Oregon shooting confronted him, and it didn't go well. Rising GOP star Dr. Ben Carson is under fire after making controversial comments about gun control. I would not just stand there and let him shoot me. I would say, hey, guys, everybody attack him. He may shoot me, but he can't get us all. Take action. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get it. You know what I also don't get is that Ben Carson really thinks that he could rally people against a mass shooter. I think he's overestimating how inspiring his presence might be. (laughs) You're gonna shoot me? (laughs) Hey, guys, listen up. (laughs) I need you all to rally behind my charismatic presence (laughs) and charge with me in a certain death. (laughs) Who's with... (sighs) Look, in Carson's defense, though, He may have been caught off guard, given time to think. I'm sure he'd clarify what he meant. 
what needs clarification. Do you? I guess there's an implication that you're saying that the the students do enough do enough to save themselves. No, I just said nothing about that. I said what I would do. I would ask everybody to attack the gunman because he can only shoot one of us at a time. That way, we don't all end up dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you put it that way, it is pretty funny. <laughs> Everyone is not dead. <laughs> I don't understand this guy. Chastising victims of a shooting for what you assume was their cowardice is what most normal candidates would consider a gaffe. But I will admit, Ben Carson does practice what he preaches because even though the media kept taking shots at him, he kept charging into those interviews. The accusation there, Dr. Carson, is that you appeared tone deaf and that you seemed callous in the laughter about a massacre and what you would have done. No, I'm, I'm laughing at them and their Who? silliness. Who? The, the people asking that question. If you sit there and let him shoot you one by one, you're all gonna be dead. Let him shoot you? What do you mean, let him shoot you? And, and what do you really expect the victims to do? Like, Ben Carson, I don't understand this. This guy would make the worst hostage negotiator ever. <laughs> all right, sir, I need you to stay calm and put your gun down. Everyone else, rush him, rush him now, rush him! <laughs> rush him! How many people are dead? Oh, at least it wasn't everyone. <laughs> There's also a few other things that uh, Carson would like to change. You said that you'd be very comfortable if kindergarten teachers had guns in the classroom. Not all kindergarten teachers, I said people who are trained. You want that teacher trained? Of... I, I, I want that teacher trained uh, and diversionary tactics. Who are you? <laughs> Who are you and how do you think that this is an education policy? <laughs> this is not an education policy. <laughs> Kindergarten teachers can barely handle a room full of five-year-olds and now you want them to be Navy SEALs? Like, Maddox, I asked you twice to stop pulling Chelsea's hair. Now you get a flashbang grenade! <laughs> get on the ground! Get on the ground! It's nap time, mother... But there's a reason why Carson thinks it's up to the victims to reduce gun violence. Because for him, there's something much scarier than a mass shooting. In a Facebook question and answer session, he wrote, there is no doubt that this senseless violence is breathtaking, but I never saw a body with bullet holes that was more devastating than taking the right to arm ourselves away. Wow. This guy must have been the least popular neurosurgeon to work with in that hospital. 17-year-old <laughs> white male, multiple gunshot wounds. This is the worst I've ever seen. Actually, you know what would be worse? <laughs> God damn it, Carson! This is not that time for the Second Amendment <laughs> again! <laughs> it's just, it's just shocking that such a smart man, a brain surgeon, could have this kind of perspective. Rushing a gunman, it seems crazy. I mean, the only time that I've seen it work is in one situation. Yeah, it's weird that Ben Carson would think a zombie strategy would be the way to go. Unless... Oh, wait, wait a second. Slow, languid pace. Dead eyes, loves brains. <laughs> oh my God, this explains everything. Ben Carson is a zombie! <laughs>
journalist, we turn to our senior campaign correspondent, Desi Lydic, everybody. <laughs> Desi, what's the mood tonight in Oregon? Well, Trevor, as you can imagine, people are devastated. They're confused, frustrated. That, um, that obviously makes a lot of sense. Right, they're frustrated that the victims never thought of the obvious solution, rushing the gunmen. It was so simple. <laughs> Yet it took a brain surgeon to think of it. Whoa, Desi, we're talking about rushing into a barrage of bullets. W would that really work? Tell you what, let's look at the alternative. A little hostage situation that took place in Los Angeles where the hostages didn't rush the terrorists. I, I don't actually think I heard about this. Oh, yeah. They took over a whole skyscraper, so it fell to a lone wolf New York cop with a wisecracking attitude and no shoes. And he single-handedly had to take on those vaguely European terrorists. Desi, is that diehard? Those cowardly hostages just sat there, Trevor, waiting for someone to yippee-ki-yay them to safety. Desi, Desi, that's a movie. What Ben Carson is suggesting is a fantasy. A fantasy? Ben Carson is the only realist in this conversation. Look, he knows gun control is off the table. And since we can't control the guns, we can at least control the victim's reaction to the guns. <laughs> We've all heard the saying, guns don't kill people, people shot by guns who don't rush the guys shooting them kill people. <laughs> I, I just don't get it, Desi. How can stopping a mass shooting be the victim's responsibility? Look, this is the world we live in. If you don't wake up in the morning ready to be a human shield, just stay home, okay? <laughs> Look, otherwise you're putting everyone around you at risk of being shot by a bullet that you could have blocked. I, I don't know, Desi. Carson's comments just seem so callous right now. Hey, hey, don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> Although that would be your right. So... You think Ben Carson was correct then? What? No, I think he's bad crazy. <laughs> but at least he's offering solutions and not just for guns. Take tornadoes. We should just rush them. Clog them up with our bodies until they slow down and fall over. Ben Carson has got solutions for everything. Give me a problem, Trevor. Uh, I don't know, uh, climate change. Grow gills. Stomach cancer. Get lung cancer. Okay, here's the problem. Ben Carson. Oh, <laughs> no, there's no stopping him. <laughs> Unless a big enough group of people all rushed him at once. <laughs> no, no, that would never work. Desi Lydic, everyone, <laughs> we'll be right back. Thank you, Desi. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratacoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. 
show. Technology, it's what separates us from the monkeys. And to maintain that competitive edge, we have to stay on top of the latest trends. Here to help is one of The Daily Show's newest members, senior technology correspondent, Ronnie Chang, everyone. Thanks, Trevor. Thanks. For decades, we've been hearing about virtual reality, the immersive computer simulator technology that could help us do incredible things, like perform surgery from across the country or seduce giant blue cheetah women. <laughs> now, after billions of dollars in research and development, virtual reality is finally ready to show us what it can do. Imagine you are at a performance of the Los Angeles Philharmonic Orchestra, but not in the audience. Instead, you're in the middle of the action. That's the experience the LA Phil want to bring to the world with the new virtual reality app. Yeah, a classical music concert. Great. <laughs> now I get to be bored out of my mind from the comfort of my own home. <laughs> I can't wait until they come out with a virtual reality flight delay simulator. Oh, cool, we're 10th in line for takeoff. I guess I'll just take out this crossword puzzle in this virtual in-flight magazine. Oh, someone already filled it out with pen? What a virtual dick. <laughs> Come on, science, this is virtual reality. We can go anywhere. How about one where you can travel around the world and I don't know, go deep sea diving and your dad says he's proud of you. You know, the, the possibilities are endless. Uh, wait, wait, Ronnie, what did you say about your dad? Unfortunately, Trevor, <laughs> the current options for virtual travel are a little underwhelming. Hotel giant Marriott is getting in on the action using VR technology to showcase their properties. Let's, let's take a trip to China. Wow, so I'm wow. in a square. Oh, this dude's right in front of me talking. Looks like he's got some breadsticks right in front of me. There's a gentle wind blowing, and I know that from the flag above me. Ah, oh, my tour is coming to an end. Yeah, great. I've always wanted to go to China and stand there for 10 seconds. Yeah, I saw the flag, I saw the sidewalk, I saw the great dude of China. I don't know, it's like I don't have to go anymore. Uh, you know what, Ronnie, it seemed pretty impressive to me. It looked like you could reach out and touch that guy. Yeah, exactly. It's just some guy. That's not my dad. <laughs> why, why would your dad... But Trevor, it's not all fun and games, all right? <laughs> there are also practical applications for virtual reality. Virtual reality has been tried before in football. It has never worked until now. There are limits in college on how much time players can spend on the field. There are no limits to how much time they can spend alone uh, with a virtual reality headset. We did it. We found another way to exploit college athletes. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Now they can take a break from football practice with more football practice. Come on, these guys get enough football already. They should be using virtual reality to experience something they'll never get to see, like a paycheck from the NCAA. Oh, Ronnie, I mean, uh, it sounds like nothing's good enough for you, man. Yeah, I know. Now I know how my dad feels, am I right? <laughs> but actually, that's not completely true. There is one kind of virtual reality that I think we can all appreciate. I'll give you a hint. It rhymes with corn, and you can jerk off to it. Just when you thought the multi-billion dollar porn business couldn't get any bigger, enter virtual reality. You can head over to the gentleman's club and you can be, go on stage to give a pole dance. If you get a lap dance, uh, the girl is, you know, right on your lap and she's moving and gyrating. The, the experience is, is remarkably real. Yeah, finally! This is what virtual reality should be. 
Yeah, check out those geometric curves. So hard and angular. Ronnie, I don't understand. Why are you getting so excited about the graphics? I mean, why not just watch real people have sex on video? Well, sure, that'd be great. And hopefully we'll live to see the day where that technology is possible. <laughs> but you know what, Trevor? I was so inspired by the potential of virtual reality that I went out and I made my own program. One that I think could even be more popular than porn. Check it out. I know I don't say this much, but I love you, son. I'm so proud of you. Let's go stand in China together. I love you too, Dad! I love you too! Uh, thank, thank, thanks. <laughs> Ronnie Cheng, everyone, we'll be right back. It's okay. It's, take, take, take the goggles off, Ronnie. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Welcome back. My guest tonight is a filmmaker, and he has a new documentary for Netflix called Winter on Fire. Please welcome Yevgeny Afinyevsky. All I wanted to do was get your name right. That's all I was going for. And you did it. Yeah, I I practiced. I practiced. Yevgeny Afinyevsky. I like that. It's, uh, It's Russian? Yeah. Okay, so this is a confusing story for me from the beginning. I mean, the documentary is easy to understand, but I want to know a bit about you and how you got into this. So, Russian-born. Israeli raised. American, as of now. Living in L.A.? Yeah. How did you, how did you come to make this film? I mean, this is a crazy story about uh, a 93-day period, yes. uh, fighting, uh, you know, the, the, the president of Ukraine who was oppressing everybody. But how did you get involved in that all the way from L.A.? You know what? One of my friends who was involved before in the movies, with me, actually, we did uh, previous movies, he literally called me from Ukraine and said, hey, the history is happening, so come down, we need to document this. And you know what? Crazy as myself, took the camera and went to Ukraine. Yeah, and that's, obvi- that's a horrible friend. My friends call me for good times. <laughs> I don't know about friends that are like, hey, you know come over, let's, uh, let's almost get shot in a revolution that's taking place. Nobody was expecting actually to be shot there because when I went there, it was a peaceful demonstration. It was a peaceful protest of uh, youth. And you know what? It was an amazing festival of people who wanted to be hurt, who wanted to be hurt by, by the government. And nobody was expecting to be killed. Nobody was expected to be beaten at four o'clock in the morning. So the events started to unfold spontaneously. This was, this was such an insane story. I mean, uh, the, the, the president of Ukraine basically decides, he says to everybody, I'm going to join with the EU. Everyone's really happy about this. And then behind the nation's back makes a deal with Putin, who's a great guy. <laughs> 
and people aren't happy about this, and they start off the protest, and you are there for this whole process. What was the feeling like when you're standing in this crowd? Because you were there for this. Yeah, and it was in interesting. It was an extraordinary experience because you just showed a clip about 12-year-old kid that we literally can watch how he was maturing through these 93 days. And every character who was there was fascinating. For example, uh, this kid, he's 12 years old. He ran from his home and been there from the beginning till the end, till they won, till the protesters won and achieved their goals. One, one of the things that really fascinated me was the fact that all through the protests, the protesters always said to the police, you are the people help us in this fight. It was such a, a strange thing to hear them pleading to the police to ask them, uh, you know, they, they didn't see them as a separate entity. They were saying, we are Ukrainian, you are Ukrainian, why are you beating us? Was that like a, an overlying thing? I, I felt like it, I don't know, I felt like that, that should apply everywhere in the world, strangely enough. You know what, I, I, I think uh, what should apply from this movie is the unity, because the unity was fascinating. People from all generations, all ages, yeah. all social groups, from rich to poor, students, uh, people who accomplished a lot of things in their lives, different faces all were together. This fascinating unity, I haven't seen a lot, and this fascinating unity helped them to win. And another thing I think should people take it's that they're the people and they're the real power. They are the people and uh, uh, the youth of the people. I mean, this, this isn't a Disney film, but there were a few moments where I laughed in it, I won't lie. One of those was when the youth said, we now have a purpose. They're like, we're not just sitting around basically playing video games, doing nothing. A revolution has given us purpose. And I thought to myself, is that what we need in the world for youths everywhere to get involved in politics as revolutions? Is that what everyone's waiting for? I don't think that we need revolutions, but you know what? What was fascinating, actually, you said that you were kind of uh, looking at this and it was uh, also human. And the human side of them, we had a concert every night. You probably saw how the girl was playing piano between the protesters and the, barcode, uh, the police. Yes. So it was amazing to see this human spirit. And even when the government uh, basically made the new laws prohibiting them to wear the gear, prohibiting them to wear all these gear. Yes, stopping, the, they made it illegal to yes, protest. Uh, yeah. correct. So what they did, they wear masks, they basically put it, the cooking pots on their heads. So Which was a great fashion choice. I noticed some people were like, I'm gonna wear cooking pots and uh, go up against the police. It was, a, it was an insane situation. You were in it though, that's what fascinates me. You were there and you were filming the police. If you try film the police in most countries, they come to the person who's filming, and yet they just let you do that. Did nobody stop and say, what are you filming? You know what, A, it's not only me, it's amazing 28 filmmakers who were around me, local filmmakers who each of them wanted to contribute their stories when they heard that I'm doing this movie. They all came to me and said, hey, here's my story. I want to share it with the entire world. So it's amazing professionals and non-professionals who were there. Same time, I do wear, was having a badge of the local press, yeah. so it's kind of was protecting. But again, Nobody was protected from the bullets. Nobody was protected from the freezing the weather. Nobody was protecting, protected. Sorry for my language. Nobody oh, no, was protected. My English is worse, <laughs> trust me on that. <laughs> but nobody was protected. I love that you say that. That's a, that's a thing, a valid lesson to learn. Badges will not protect you no. from bullets. Even that's Red Cross a, not protected. No badges, no badges. Thank you so much for coming through. Thank it's you. It's a beautiful, beautiful film. Winter on Fire will premiere this Friday on Netflix. You really, really should see this. And we'll also open theatrically in New York and LA. Evgeny Afineski, everybody. That's our show. Stay tuned for the nightly show. Now, here it is, your moment of zen.
There's a new ethics debate growing overseas. Some researchers in the UK are warning against the rise of robots, but not just any robots, sex robots. Explore more shows from The Daily Show podcast universe by searching The Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.